Take your Bibles, turn to John chapter 6. Great to be here. And I got the preacher's permission to approach this subject tonight, which really, most of the body of Christ that doesn't rightly divide the word of truth, many of them because their Bible doesn't say to, uh, have no idea what we're, we're talking about here tonight. A church like this, unfortunately, it's probably very, very elementary in, in the teaching. However, I think it's crucial of the practical application of this fundamental truth. John chapter 6, verse 11. Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples, to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto the disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. Now watch. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Those men of verse 14 just witnessed Jesus Christ feeding 5,000 men plus women and children with basically nothing. And they said, man, let's, let's take this guy and let's... Let's force him to be king. I mean, why not? If you have this power, if you have this notoriety. And, uh, and he, said, he said no. By his actions, we know that he said no. Uh, because he didn't want to lead a revolt. And he didn't want to be a political leader until he ruled in the hearts of men. Amen. And God's order in his long-term plan was... First to save souls by dying for sin and ruling on the throne in the hearts of men. And then one day rule on a throne in a physical place as king of kings. To show this sin-sick sewer of a world that it can be run in righteousness. Those men, they looked at him and said, we want a kingdom now. We want to be in charge now. They didn't realize his timeline like so many don't realize today. See, the trouble is, there's more than one kingdom. There's three kingdoms. Most don't realize that. And just as these fellows were, these men are looking for the wrong kingdom at the wrong time. And I wonder... From what I hear coming out of the mouths and hearts of God's people, although we know the doctrine, I wonder if practically we're not looking for the wrong kingdom at the wrong time. Take your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but ye should be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time 
restore again the kingdom, there it is, to Israel. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but, there's the but, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. I bet from the flags I see around in our presence you've heard that verse before. <laughs> he said, Wilt thou at this time? See, they knew that there was a promise of a coming reigning Messiah. They just hadn't studied it real good to know that on the road to the throne of that kingdom, there was a cross. They certainly didn't see the church age when the nation of Israel would be put on hold to give some time for God to to establish a spiritual kingdom. Wilt thou... At this time, restore again the kingdom to Israel? Have you been to Israel lately? If you haven't, i got a secret. The kingdom has not been restored. (laughs) But that's what they expected. That's what they wanted. And I'm afraid many of God's people, (laughs) through politics, from what they, they want it today. I got news for you. You're not going to get it. So let's look at these three kingdoms quick and then we'll make practical application. Kingdom, a king's domain. Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1. Let's look at the kingdom that they're looking for. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1 verse 67. This is the kingdom they're looking for. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited, his, he hath visited and redeemed his people. Well, it sounds like they're talking about salvation. And hath raised up an horn of salvation, there it is, for us in the house of his servant David. Let's see what salvation is to them. And he spake by the mouth, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which had uh, been since the world began. Okay, here it is. That we should be saved, here it is, from what? Our enemies, and from the hand of all them that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. What, 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 what oath is that? That he would grant us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear. That's the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 6. That's what they're looking for. That's what those Pharisees were looking for. (laughs) Part of the reason they crucified your Savior. You say, you're you're no king. Matthew 6. Let's look first at the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, Thy kingdom come. Which kingdom is that? You can explain it right now. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of heaven is heaven's rule on earth by Jesus Christ. A literal, physical, visible King Jesus on a throne 
ruling with a rod of iron in perfect righteousness. So John the Baptist would say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John, why is the kingdom of heaven at hand? Because the king of it is coming up the street. Listen, the best form of government that this world will ever see, not to burst your bubble, Donald, is not democracy. And I love America, but it's not a constitutional republic. It's not a democratic republic. These forms of government, at best, are for a religious people and a moral people. But even then, they're, 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 they're run by sinful men at best. The best form of government is certainly not communism or socialism. The best form of government is a theocracy. Theocracy rule, total authoritarian rule by a perfect, sinless, righteous, just king who happens to be God on this side and used to be one of the people that he's ruling. How about that? That's the kingdom of heaven. The rule of heaven on earth. So in John 6, they said, we'll force this guy to be king. That's the guy we read about back there in the Old Testament. He's the one that's coming, and then he'll rule on earth, and we can get these stinking Romans off our back and have the glory back like when Solomon ruled. With a literal, physical, visible kingdom, Jesus Christ sitting on the throne. The trouble is, there's another kingdom that had to be established before that kingdom would. It's a spiritual unseen kingdom where Jesus reigns on the throne in the hearts of men. Luke 17, let's look at the kingdom of God. Luke 17, verse 20. He was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come. He answered and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Well, that's not what he said about the kingdom of heaven. Neither shall they say, Lo, here, or lo, there, for behold, the kingdom of God is where? Within you. Within you. It doesn't come. They demanded, When is this kingdom of God going to come? You're not going to see it. It's within you. Romans 14 said, it's not meat and drink, but it's righteousness and peace and, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's, it's, uh, it's sort of tangible non-tangibles is what the kingdom of God is. It's a spiritual kingdom. Repent. So that, so that same man, and this is why it gets confused. Oh, he must have been meaning the same thing when he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. How could you say repent for the kingdom of God is at hand? Because the king of the kingdom of God's coming up the street. And like the old song said, you can't have one without the other. Trouble is, Frank Sinatra said that, and he had love and marriage, love and marriage. He had four wives and cheated on them. Anyway, that's another story. He's a New Yorker, anyways. These men said, let's make him king of the Jews, and get our heaven on earth. And he said, no, that's not the kingdom I'm, I'm coming after right now. 
I'm coming after a kingdom that you can't see. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Isn't the Bible wonderful? Doesn't this beat the reform school? <laughs> Amen. Colossians 1.11. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Who said a translation can't be better? It was for me, May 17th, 1986. Translated into a kingdom, the kingdom of God that everybody missed. The Pharisees missed it. The Jews missed it. The apostles missed it. And you know what? From hearing some of the things that come out of God's people's mouth, looking for the kingdom to come today, and I don't mean to come, that it's going to come through... You know, like a guy that cheats on his wife with porn stars. (laughs) Maybe he'll bring it. Don't get your hopes up. John 18. Kingdom of God within you. Kingdom of heaven, literal, physical, visible kingdom. John 18. John 18, verse 33. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said to him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Sayest thou this thing? I love his responses. Of this thing or did others tell it of of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation, the chief priests, have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered unto the Jews, but, say the next word, I hope your Bible has a now. Because if your Bible doesn't have a now, you you got the wrong Bible. You got the Bible that's a difference between truth and error. But now is my kingdom not From this world. If your Bible doesn't have a new, that's a difference between truth and error. (laughs) Because I got news for you. His kingdom may not be of this world, but one day it's going to be. It's just not now. That good man is on a journey and he's going to get that kingdom that's not of this world and he's fitting to bring it back. Just not now. Now, if he did it before I finished preaching, that would suit me just fine. He said, I got another. They said, oh, let's make him a king. We'll bring this kingdom of heaven right to earth and we'll have it like we used to have it. He said, no, I got another kingdom that you just can't see. Kingdom of heaven, literal, physical, visible kingdom where Christ rules on earth in righteousness, being God himself and also one of the people (laughs) that uh, he's ruling over. Kingdom of God, Christ ruling in the hearts of men, a spiritual, unseen body of believers. Lastly, 2 Cor 4.4. That's how you remember the God of this world. 2 Cor 4.4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 
Lastly, is going to be the kingdoms of this world. That is the mess that's around you now. Two core four four. In whom the God, notice small g, of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world. Matthew chapter 4. Let's look at the exact words, kingdoms of this world. Matthew chapter 4. Verse 8, Matthew chapter 4. I love the sound of those pages. It's so much sweeter because you can't hear this. Again, verse 8, The devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the... Say the next four words. And the glory of them. That's because he's got the jurisdiction over him. He may not be the owner, but he's the landlord. And the reason that so many of us get so troubled and so grieved and so sad and so mad and so afraid and so discouraged is because of what we're seeing around us going on in the kingdoms of this world. Because they're satanic. And the Bible is pretty clear that before... Christ brings the kingdom of heaven back to this earth, it's going to get more satanic. Praise the Lord, Sunday night, amen. Isn't this encouraging? It's going to, as I say it on here, get worser. And there's going to be a falling away, and the love of many is going to wax cold, and the mystery of iniquity, which was already emboldened in the Bible, he said it doth already work, is going to get way worse. And they'll get to the point where they're going to think that they kill you. They're going to think they're doing God's service. And you know what I say to that? Of course, I'm 63. I'm not a young guy anymore. I've lived, I'd rather die for Jesus than of cancer. Ephesians chapter 6, kingdoms of this world, kingdom of heaven, literal, physical, visible kingdom, kingdom of God. It's a spiritual kingdom where Christ rules in your heart, invisible Kingdoms of this world, it's the mess that Satan is running. Ephesians chapter 6. How do we relate? How do we relate in these kingdoms? Ephesians chapter 6, and then we'll go somewhere with it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Remember, he's the, he's the king over the, he's the God of this world. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I wish we did. I wish I could pull my 45 out and just take the principalities out, but that's not going to help you. Against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's an amazing passage if you just study. Sci-fi, forget forget Netflix. You want gore? (laughs) 
You want people chopping people's heads off? Is that what you like? And putting them in baskets? Just read the Bible. I'm telling you, if God pulled back, if, if that's true, and that's going on right now in the part of the kingdoms of this world that we can't see, the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness and the spiritual wickedness in high places, if God pulled the curtain back right now, we'd need a diaper change. And I'll tell you what, I bet the prayer meeting would be full. And I bet you there'd be some effectual fervent. That's where they get the word fever. Because that's the only way you're going to fight it. But it's easier to just sit around and complain that the kingdoms of this world are not the kingdom of heaven. It's easier to get mad. It's easier to think, man, if we got our guy in, you know, that'd be, and I'm not talking technical here that we really think that, the, 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 you know, Donald Trump's going to bring Christ's kingdom in. But you'd think that, well, we'll get the glory back. I don't know. You know what the book of Revelation is? It's not an allegory where the dragon is a M1 tank and... And this thing is... A, now, sometimes I wonder if those things with the stings in their tails are not these new drone armies that they got where they can just destroy a battlefield. No, you know what it is? It's much of what's going on right now, only we can't see it. You read about it in Daniel chapter 10. Daniel was wrestling. And all he was wrestling was, I want to know what's going I want to know what you're doing, God. Not what Trump's doing or Pelosi's doing or the liberals are doing or the what are you doing? And that 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 heavenly being said, I saw you from the first day you started, but the prince of the kingdom of with Persia withstood me one in twenty days. Well, that wasn't some guy down here with a sword and a stave. That was a principality. You know what Daniel was doing? And you know who you're talking to here. He wasn't eating for 21 days. And you know what happened up in that unseen kingdom? Help came. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. But it's easier to complain. You know what revelation is, man? That curtain's going to be pulled back. And you're going to see... (laughs) Well, hopefully we'll be out of here by then, amen. But this world is going to see something that's been going on since the beginning of time, only on steroids. I wonder, are you wrestling or are you complaining? And if all you do is complain, how's it working? In the meantime, don't lose too much sleep over what you see in the kingdoms of this world. Revelation chapter 11. Three kingdoms. Kingdom of heaven, literal, visible, physical kingdom, where Christ will rule with a rod of iron in the hearts of men, is the kingdom of God. Revelation chapter 11. Verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded... 
And there was a great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world, that's the thing that Satan offered to Jesus on that mount, are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. One day, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, the kingdoms of this world are going to go kabuya, and they're all going to come together. And King Jesus is going to rule all three. It's going to be a theocracy. And there's going to be a perfect, righteous, sinless king that happened to used to be a subject in a kingdom. You think he'll make a good mediator for that kingdom? So here's the message. Number one, make sure you're part of the kingdom of God. Or you think this is bad? You've seen nothing yet. Trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Number two, don't make the mistake that those in John 6 made of mixing up the kingdoms. Listen, I want the glory to come back to America just like you do. But I'm not trusting on politicians to do it. Without repentance and revival, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. When they're tearing the wall, listen, we're not talking about New York. They're tearing the walls down in the, in the state house in Tennessee. We're in trouble. But I know this the darker it gets, when the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, it's going to be all the more glorious. In fact, the, 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 the Christians today, if, it was, if, if we did get the glory of America back, they probably wouldn't want to come, want to come back. Listen, if you're part of the kingdoms of this world, which obviously we are, do your part that we might live a quiet and peaceable life. I mean, if you happen to live in a place where your voice can be heard, like we do, let your voice be heard. I think cast your vote. Now, if you're in North Korea and you're a believer, probably doesn't work too good. But if you only have so much voice and so much uh, 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 energy and so much wrestling, wrestle with the principalities and the powers. If you've only got so much complaining, complain to God. You ever read the context of living a quiet and peaceable life? Pray for all those that are in authority. Pretend for a minute the Bible's true. And pretend that God wasn't lying when he said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I did a calculation. Now, our region is conservative, if you can believe that, in New York. And we had some boys come up from Tennessee one time and go, i got to pinch myself to see if this is a dream. This looks like Middle Tennessee. Of course, it was summer. He wasn't up there in the winter. But on our local radio station in New York, from 8 a.m. to 12 and 12 to 3 and 3 to 5 and 6 to 9 and 9 to midnight are five men and a woman complaining about the kingdoms of this world. And their basic message is that they're insisting 
if they could get their guy in, we'd just about have heaven on earth. That station has between 5 and 15 million listeners. I don't listen like I used to, but misery loves company and it feels good to know that other people are mad too. And you know what I heard? Just a coinkadinky. No offense if you drive a Ford. You know what the new Ford vehicles? No more AM radio on the Ford vehicle. Pretend the Bible is true. What if 10% of those listeners, that would be 500,000 to 1.5 million, took that same time to wrestle? Effectually and fervently complaining not to men but to God. If what he says is true, would we not have an impact? But it's easier to complain than wrestle. Here's what he said. He said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. I wonder what kingdom you're fighting for. I've done. Don't don't walk away. So oh, he doesn't care about America. He didn't. Man, he he's a pacifist. Don't come in our church and start trouble. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> I get these guys in the meeting. I said, listen, if something comes down, please don't shoot Mrs. Robinson back there. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh in heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. That's that kingdom inside, man. What a, listen, we need to stop whining and start shining. Amen. We need to stop being victims and start being victors. Listen, we got to start playing like winners. We are winners. I'm part of an invisible, invincible kingdom that will never be defeated. Now, we might go through some stuff, but we're winners. And you know what we're doing? We're sweating what's going on because we've had it so good for so long. We got any Kansas City Chiefs fans in here? Praise God, not a one. (laughs) If you were a Chiefs fan and you taped the Super Bowl and you went back to watch it, 
and you saw when Patrick Mahomes hurt his ankle, would you sit there and go, oh, no, what are we going to do? Mahomes is hurt. I'm not sure he's going to get back in. By the way, I know you probably don't watch football and stuff like that here. It's carnal. I don't watch it either. I'm just saying the people that do. <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. If you had that thing taped and you were watching it, would you sweat? No, you'd say, I know it looks like he's hurt now, but I already seen the game. We got the end of the story. We'll get out on those streets and the guy say, Hail Satan! I say, You didn't read the end of the story, you're serving a loser. I came up, my, my father, every night the bookie used to call. You know, they would bet the horses. And the dad is the bookie. And he'd say, Pat, I got a hot tip. I got, I got a hot tip. They all talk raspy. Pat, I got a hot tip. Now, that means they know somebody at the racetrack, and they're all in cahoots and all that. This horse, this horse can't lose. You know what dad would get? He'd get all in. Listen, we can't lose. I got a hot tip. The kingdoms of this world are going to become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ. And the darker it gets, the more glorious it's going to be. Don't let the kingdoms of this world get you down. Live like a winner. And for God's sake, and and listen... If who's running now has the best policies, I'm going to vote for them whether they're a whoremonger or not. But I'm looking for another king to come. The book of Judges and other places in the Old Testament, you'll, you'll see the warriors ask God, should we go up? And here's what he'd say. he say, go up for I have, past tense, delivered them into your hand. Listen. This nasty, sin-sick sewer of the kingdoms of this world have already been delivered. Revelation. You're not saved? There's a free trip. You can get translated into the kingdom of God by accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. You are saved. Let's stop whining and start shining and sing like winners and live like winners and give like winners and witness like winners and pray like winners and set our focus on things above, not on the things of the earth. Maybe we'll bring some more people along with us that are looking around and saying, I don't like what's going on. Don't whine, shine.